For so many fellas, this is a gas time of year. That time of year, NFL football season, the 2021 season, it's about upon us. So many fire storylines. A few I got my eyes on, one being, is Matthew Stafford, is your cat, my man, or is you really like that? You know what I'm saying? Odell. Is you still living off of like 2014-15 gas, or is you really like that? Another QB I got my eye on, Daniel Jones, dog. Is you cap, or is you not? Also, too, the Tennessee Titans. I think it's just a bunch of sizzle with them guys. No, no real smoke or fire. You see what I'm saying? Then, also, too, OG black man Cam Newton. I need him to do his thing for all black people. And then with this, this just brings me to my next point. The biggest storyline, bruh, Jameis Winston, them Saints, Taysom Hill, the QB slick competition we got going on at the moment. Some people think it's a competition. I think it's a clear-cut winner. And I don't mind all you people that's going to be doubling back with the respectful comments after the Jameis bashing of us signing him and him just being on the squad. I think he's going to produce for us, y'all. But I'm ready for the season. I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo Nice. It's your boy, Raj Moo. Wow. It's your boy, Losek, A-C-A-P. Hey, listen, man. Um, I am... It is football Ooh. season. I'm, twi- I'm, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm, you know, dancing a little jig. I sat down Saturday, watched them Saints heavy, and um, yeah, I'm ready for all of them storylines, and I could go through each one yes. of them. The only thing that that rumble, I mean, it's a couple of other ones. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's it's you know, I like to see black men um, succeed too, like with the Cam Newton thing. I definitely want to see Cam Newton succeed. I definitely did not want to see that man be successful when he was in my division. When no, you when you see him shine. when you're in my conference, I don't even want you successful. Like Jalen Hurts, I don't mind if that boy is trash. I I don't care. Cutting like I don't care if you're in the same on the same side with the Saints. I don't care. Yeah. Cutting like I'm I'll go for Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Cam Newton, Deshaun Watson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all them boys over there, but them boys over here, nah, man. Take L's. Teddy, I'm going for you again. Cutting everybody over there. Mm. That's my that's my little take on it. But um. Well, I, I don't mind nobody being successful as long as it's not against us. I mean, that's how um, I feel. Yeah, as long as you, when you play us, I need you to be trash. But other than that, you know, I'll silently root for you um, <laughs> on the slick, you know what I'm saying, undertones. I'll, I'll watch ESPN and give a, a a slight fist pump when you do something good as long as it's not against them Saints, bro. I just, I just want... I just want Jameis Winston to stop doing funny shit. Like that's what I, I just want that he man can't. to stop running through the gauntlet and Hold doing up. little weird drills Raj. and stuff. Right. Like, hey, that's, Raj, that's you know I, I called you know I called you, Raj, to clown about Jameis's first snap when they fumbled yeah. the ball. That man fell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fell. Gun <laughs> yeah. tripped over his own yeah. feet and fell. Yes. Yes. Uh with that that Jameis Winston situation. Uh, 
he 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 has what we kind of need. Okay. If we can put some of that into into Taysom, we'd be okay. He, he's not coordinated like that. Let's just throw it out here. Let's just let's just get to the point. Because we could talk about the Saints all day, and maybe we double back and talk yes. about it at the end of this podcast. Let's just get to the point and say this. Rumble said the biggest thing he worried about is Taysom and Jameis, and yes, I am as well. I'm When yeah. I'm going to Vegas in a couple weeks, I'm going to put money down on the Saints on the over for win total for this season. I don't know what it is, but they probably got it something low. I think the Saints are going to be fine. Looking at them, they're going to run the same kind of shit. Yes. We, Sean Payton going to take the challenge to try to be better. We got a still got a nasty roster. Our defense still looks pretty good. Yeah. But I'm gonna just I'm just gonna say call a spade a spade. I don't care who win the quarterback competition. Before, like about a, if you'd have asked me two weeks ago, I would have been like, yeah, gotta be Jameis for our future. Cotton, Taysom yeah. did not look bad. Taysom no, was I, flinging that hole, I, and I know he yes. can run. And we disagree. We always disagree on that. I'm 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 leaning more towards Taysom because I know. When they go bad, Taysom get us out of hole. You know what I mean? Uh, and and when when whenever you make that bet, call me and let me know uh, the money. <laughs> I, I I know I know you a little different right now in your life. Um, but uh, I got I got something towards that, and we and I, I trust you enough to be good at math where I'll be able to get my take on that. Absolutely, I Just got you. Put the, I want to put that on live right now. Raj, where you sitting at <laughs> on this quarterback? Nope. I, I don't um I, I kinda I'm with you. I really don't care who wins. I'm just a little bit like I'm still kinda living in the past and I wish that Drew Brees would have retired a year earlier because Oof. then our quarterback situation would have been a lot clearer. We could have uh. had Tom Brady potentially. We could have kept Teddy Bridgewater, Ooh. who's just a way cooler version of Jam- of Jameis Winston and more accurate. I like no, I like oh, both them boys. I like them boys better than um Teddy. Even though I love Teddy. Oh my God. The motorbike, the chopper nah. style no, all no, no, season. No, no, no. I don't on, mean bro. per person, cutting. I mean no. upside. I think both of them boys' upside is higher than Teddy. I think Teddy I is think what, Taysan, what we got, right? I don't know. That's my thought. Taysan, Taysan up, up upside is better than everybody's with the reps he's going to get. You can't and say that, Lowe's. That man, t- yes, um, Jameis was the number one pick. His upside's got to be yes. high. No, I think he reaches upside already. I think he's done. <laughs> Disagree. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm. No. I'm, I'm here with no, you. Th- th- no, think, think, think about it. Then nigga, um, Jameis started. Actually, started. Took all the reps in practice. Took everything, and he's done what he's done. What he's done. Taysom has been taking I, reps at okay. tight end, running back, wide receiver. As a quarterback, every now should, and then, a quarterback. You should feel me on this though, Los, Like as a as a former quarterback, you should feel me on this. Yeah. Um, Vince Young could have been good. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, there's there's a huge list a of quarterbacks example. who could have been good if you put them in the right system. You can't tell me that if Jameis was drafted by the Saints, that man, like, he had his shot, but he had his shot under different coaches. He had his shot, like, just out there doing different things. I can't, I can't dirt cutter. Come on, man. That's not... I, I, I don't think it's a system with Jameis. I think it's the work ethic and him putting in the time. Like, dog, quarterback is a disciplined okay. position. You know what I mean? Even even uh Michael Vick was saying like I I was he was going off God gifted talent. That's why he was doing what he was I doing. Understand what you but said. he never he never took him to the to the promised land. So what I'm saying with Jameis is yes, now he's doing everything. But if you, you like Drew Brees, not, not even Drew Brees. Let's just say the the most non athletic quarterback we've ever seen is probably uh 
What's the boy got two Super Bowls with the Giants? Uh, the, uh, Eli Manning. He don't fall through the gauntlet like that. Like, that man ain't athletic. Like, he's way, he's less than Manning's. The Manning's of the 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 bottom, the catfish of athletic athleticism. And he is under that. I'm cool with Taysom. He's an athlete. All right, whatever. I think uh, whatever, Los. I don't. I don't know what points you're trying you. to make. You sound. You sound like you're just talking in circles right now. And it's no, kind of, no. I'm, I'm, I'm like, telling you that I'm cool with not talking about better. this at all because you, you're shitting on Jameis for no Taysom. reason. Like I yes, feel like that no man is reason. as good as you just said. Somebody won two Super Bowls who is on his level of athleticism, but you're saying that man can't. His ceiling ain't. You know what I mean? No. I don't know. Right. Lower. Rise, He's give lower us a third thought in there because nothing. I don't have nothing for it. I mean, I, I don't either. I just, you know, I understand what we got in both quarterbacks. Um, you know, I'd like to see, I'd like to see the potential of a number one overall pick come through. Uh, that would mm. be ideal. Um, I, I think I know what we have in Taysom, and I've seen Taysom fail. I've seen him look good. I've seen him be the best option, but I've also seen him be like, I don't know if this is an actual quarterback. So I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Like I said, I mean, I'm not, I'm not standing down on what I said. Like I, I think our quarterback position could be a lot better with Teddy Bridgewater. That's who mm. I want. I, okay, we don't have it. So listen, if both of them boys got out there and we picked the wrong one, and then the, the other one leave, and he and he light up the league, <laughs> shit, that'll burn my boot. That'll burn my boot at me. Let me tell y'all some other things that burn my boot at this week, man. The first thing that burns my boot at this week is when you go to a restaurant. And the server pulls out the menu and tells you, oh, I would suggest that this, I would suggest that. That burns my boot. Why? That's what people like at restaurants. Well, no, because I feel like if you don't get with that man, like, suggested, you're kind of being like yes. a little, you're like, you're kind of saying, fuck you, dog. He putting you on the spot to order what, you, what he's saying to order. That's what I'm saying. Oh, shit. No, I don't take it like that. I just think sometimes you go to a restaurant and be like, okay, I know this is good. That's, you know, like I, if you're looking for something that you, you know, I've tasted this. This is good. This is what kind of what people order. I don't take it as that. That don't, that one. Yeah, I'm, I could see, I could see your point if I go to like Applebee's <laughs> or like Chili's. <laughs> But like, if I go to like a steak restaurant or a seafood restaurant, like something where it's like a specialty niche restaurant, then I don't mind. I went there for steak. Or I went there for seafood. So I need you to tell me about that uh, applewood pecan crusted filet mignon. I need to know about that. Like you know, I need to know that thing is succulent. Um, he'll tell you that's good. <laughs> but if you, I don't. I honestly, I mean, I, I completely and wholeheartedly agree with you that if I go to Chili's or Applebee's and they tell me about their uh, cheese smothered onion onion top chicken breast. Like I don't need to know. I could I could read. You know. So, <laughs> I, I suggest, agree with you, but I, I also suggest the market you. snapper with the um with the tartar um spinach dipped um whatever. Come on, bro. Let me look at the menu and get something I want. Cutting. How about let me ask you? Let me ask you if this is good. Cause I read it on the menu. I looked at the menu before I came here. Hey man, is y'all um is y'all stuffed duck good? Let me ask you. Don't come here off the bat telling me. Hey, yeah, I would suggest seared quail. Yeah, I don't. You don't need to tell me. <laughs> now, what if? Go what ahead. if the restaurant has like off the menu items? Like, hey, well, it might not say. It might say well, market fish of the day. Can is well, it okay if that man tells you about it? Man, okay, now that's different. How? That's different. That's different. 
Because like you just said, I could read. If it's on the menu, don't point at things on the menu and tell me that's that's lav. Especially if it's all the same thing. Because, you know, obviously these burn my boudins usually come off of life experience. I went somewhere Sunday. That man pointed at everything that was fish. He didn't say anything but fish. Cousin. And I'm just like, <laughs> come on, man. Oh, There's a seafood section, cousin. Like, like I could... I could pick that if I wanted it, bro. You didn't even you didn't even mention the cornbread bites. <laughs> the corn pudding. Uh, I, I think I think he. I said they he, fish, cut. The, the cook I think he, in the back. No, he knew Al wasn't eating that bullshit no more. He said, "Oh, this is Slim Al. Hey, I'm sure this is what you're looking for. You're looking for fish, bro. I'm looking at you. I see how you come in. You want yeah. fish? That's I see what abs coming. They coming in. I told him you know it was cheap, cut. One of my favorite questions I'm, to ask is, "You know, you want a nachos, what, huh? What you what you don't like on the menu? Because I'm tired of asking waitresses and, and waiters or servers. I'm trying, What's I'm trying trash? to asking servers. What's nasty? I'm I'm tired of them telling me, oh, nah, it's nice. That's oh oh, you talking about the cornbread bites? Oh, world renowned. <laughs> oh, okay, well, what about like low said? What y'all nachos? Oh, them things ooey gooey. Okay. What's, <laughs> What's not nice? What's 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 trash on the menu? Because everything cheap, ain't good. That cheap that cheap thing right there that's only uh twelve dollars. That shit poop. Yeah. The edamame. Twenty four dollars. The edamame. <laughs> the edamames. <laughs> they too salty. The edamames is too salty. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I mean that that's a good thing though, Raj. I think that's a um, a word to the wise, a lesson for the people. Maybe that's something that y'all could all. Um, I'll stick with. I'm with it, Raj. I'll go with that. We need to start asking our waiters and waitresses. So, what's not nice on the menu, and then see what they say. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, rocking with, the, with that. With the, with the morning me, chef. With the morning chef. What not that to the, get? That the that the <laughs> afternoon chef not nice at. You know, like how, bro? Because I feel like who, they both who back there right different. now. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's hilarious, man. Listen, I got another. That's one, the man. question right there. So, King Leo lost it, man. One time, this podcast brought to you by Leo. That man said, um, here's another burn my boot at. He said, when there's a million people in the line in front of you fussing about the million people in line, and when they get up to the front, <laughs> they're not even ready, man. Make me want to kick the fuck mm. out of them. That's what burns mm. that man's boot at. Shout out, King Leo. That I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Right, don't don't fuss about the line, but you and you're not ready to go. I don't even care if about the fussing part. Just people who get to the front of a long line and not ready to go fucking burn my booty. Yeah. Like a grocery line, if you get up there and you ain't got your money together or you're you looking for your card after they ran through all your yeah. groceries. or It could be any kind of thing. But if you're not yeah. ready when you get to the front of the line, yeah, that's terrible. Cutting. Like, Let me ask like you a question. If you got into a sneaker thing, you know how we've been talking about sneakers? Like, uh, Raj, let's say you get picked to be a, like, oh, you're picked on finish line and you don't have your card ready. Come on, man. Has that ever has that ever happened to you? Has it, it ever not it, not the sneaker yes, situation? Yes, yes, but yes, yes. Have you ever yes, been yes. looking at the? Let me ask my question, man. Have you ever been? Uh, you already said yes. You messed up my question because I feel like you know what I'm gonna ask. But for the sake of it, <laughs> not ready. That's what burns my boudin. Like whenever it, I guess I can burn my own boudin sometimes when I'm like, man, all these people, man. Oh, I know my transaction about to go smooth, yeah. way better than that one, and it didn't. Something happened. Uh, Raj, the reason I'm saying yes, yes, yes is because it's a very vivid story. It was less than a year ago. I was out jogging, and I got the alert that those Kaepernick Nike jerseys that was on on sneakers. You remember the mm-hmm. Kaepernick jerseys? 
the, mm-hmm. the all blacked out joints, I got mm-hmm. selected to buy one. My shit went through. And for some odd reason, it asked me for my CV, my CV number on the back of my card. And mm-hmm. I could not remember. And I put a I number in there. Mine. And it was the wrong number. And they kicked me out. Yikes. Decline purchase. It happened. Ooh. That hurt. I know my CV number on the, on the back of my card, I can't remember mine. Mine is it always it always <clears throat> slips slips past my mind. So yeah, that that I've I've been a victim yeah. of that. I've been not ready. But I mean I can only I only have my own boot and a burn. Someone else in these streets <laughs> was probably very excited that they got an opportunity to buy that big blacked out cap jersey yeah. that I never They got definitely to. sold it for a, a whole lot more than they bought it for. That's I hate everything about that. We can have a whole boot burn boot on that, so I'll just I just leave that where it is, man. Listen, the next thing that burns my boot at this week is, man. Hold up, did y'all hear about this? That um, they seized three thousand fake COVID nineteen vaccination cards in Memphis, and they were and they <laughs> what? and they were all headed to New Orleans. That shit <laughs> that shit burns my that shit burns my boot out a lot for a lot of. Re- I don't know why that's that funny. But um yeah, man. It was <laughs> no, I think it was coming from question. like China or somewhere they said, but um yeah, I mean in in light of <laughs> Go ahead, Los, you laughing, so you got something to say. No, I just wanna know <laughs> what's in place in New Orleans where you need fake cars. God damn, Los would you even ask that question? That is not even as Raj, tell him what's in place in New Orleans why you need a fake vaccine car. You can't get into Saints you- games without a vaccine card, Los man. Oh, I ain't, I ain't, I didn't know that. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that ain't funny no more. I didn't know that. Yeah, the city of New Damn. Orleans, it, you either have to have um, a vaccine, show you're vaccinated, and you still got to wear a mask, or show proof of um, a negative test within like 72 or 48 hours before the game. And you still got to wear a mask. So everybody got to wear a mask, but you either have to be vaccinated or show that thing. So, yeah, that's why I was going to New Orleans. I thought you knew that. But, hey, a lot of people own that. I didn't didn't know New Orleans had went there because I thought they were just going to be like, fuck it. But, yeah, okay. I'm I'm not mad at that. Well, no, they burned my boot out that they sent them damn fake vaccine. Yes, I agree agree with that part. That's not funny. I just thought they were going to just do it just to have it. But, okay, got it now. Yeah, that's not funny. Don't 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 be the sense game with that. Well, I mean, it's bad God, enough that you, you 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 fucking up the earth by not... Yes. A lot of people just don't understand the responsibility of being a part of society. And I think I've... They I've, don't care. I think I've settled on that. People just don't. they like, you know what? Whatever. It just don't affect don't me. Care. That type of shit. And... Don't care. And that's one thing. That's one level of, um, of, of selfishness. But to take that next level to be like, I'm going to lie that I'm vaccinated and go around people. Not, yeah. That's... That's like that's, that's literally, and I hate I hate this analogy is not the same thing. This is the analogy that's terrible. Um, but when people start talking about like how people treat COVID like HIV, like they don't want to mm-hmm. tell people they got COVID, like it's some stigma about it. I think for me mm-hmm. that's that's the thing that I really I'm really not a fan of. You know, like when I had COVID, yeah. I'm like I said it on a podcast. Let's talk about it. Yeah, like. Because I feel like everybody talking about it and being transparent is how how you kind of make sure that nobody you don't pass it to nobody. But mm-hmm. it's like to me like having herpes and knowing you got herpes and going get a fake herpes test and then go and smash something. Mm-hmm. Cutting it's the same wow. thing to yeah. me. Cutting it's yeah. 
Like, tsh, tsh. Man. Not really raw because you got to wow. wear that mask. <laughs> and not really raw because well, herpes won't matter with that with that hat on anyway. <laughs> he still got so COVID. So <laughs> skin to skin, daddy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but oh uh, yeah, I, that's yeah, that's. I just thought they were just sending them out there just to be like, oh, I got that, I got that vaccinated. I don't, I didn't know they was trying to really get up in somewhere with them things. I didn't know it was a mandate where you could only get in there with a fucking card. That's crazy. They had, they had like what? a um a, a physician in California who got arrested and charged with selling fake COVID nineteen cards. It's a lot of people who out here on that, and I. I mean, I. Oh, you know, in California, you can't go in certain restaurants with them without that card yeah, too. Now, like because. I saw that, I didn't know it made it all the way down to Louisiana. I didn't know that. Well, New Orleans. And, and all of that to well, say yeah. this, all of that to say this, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, we were talking about what could we do and what's going to happen in society to make people get vaccinated. And what we said on the podcast happened was mm-hmm. was basically this. To not let people do fun shit. I don't know how Raj, you phrased it, but Raj, you said something like stop taking away live shit for people to do or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Extra stuff, maybe you said. But yeah, that's what, that's what it's coming to. And yes, sure. I'm with it. it, it it's bootleg a thing. going to bootleg. Man, but, but people still fight back. Man, y'all saw this thing I posted today about the uh, the, the mask? Uh, they got a teacher in what? Texas. I mean, I, I, I oh yeah. oh hey yeah, I saw that. Oh yes, Earns yes. ISD Eans or Earns yeah. ISD. Well, the teacher was at school. A parent came over there and said, "Take that mask off. My te- my kids can't hear you." Blah blah blah, and ripped the mask off the teacher face. No way, no way, Al. No way, no, no way, no way. No way you walking out of there. I don't even know what profession you could get away with that in, but. Like actually, I posted it. One of my former students, I'm cracking up. She's a uh, she's a physician. Uh, no, what you call a pharmacist now? She she responded mm-hmm. to my message and she was like, "Well, she was like, Coach, you gotta first think. Why would somebody play with you like that? Why would somebody think they could play with you like that?" And I was like, "You're right. That would have never been me because nobody would ever feel like they should be able to play with me like that." Like, why did they feel comfortable enough playing with that woman like that? Raj, think about that even at your job. If somebody walked up to you at the store and just took your mask off and said, nah, bro. Oh, my God. I mean, I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I've already kind of put myself in that headspace of if someone touches me inappropriately. <sighs> I'm gonna um, probably just cancel their service. You know, I got that. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna win, though. Whatever it Literally is. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> all right. right. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Cancel their service. <laughs> Los, what would you cut? Could you restrain yourself from like putting hands on a parent if they walked into your school tomorrow and pulled your mask off? Well, I think the little, the little girl kind of um, said it best. Um, I think we both, That's even when you woman. were in the, in the school system. That is a grown uh, woman. <laughs> well, wherever she is. Um, Damn. Uh, you know, <laughs> people wouldn't play with Taliban you like that no more. <laughs> what? No. Go ahead, but, um, man. Go ahead. <laughs> people wouldn't play with you like that. You know, you people know you enough not to play with you like that. But if somebody did, I, I don't think I'd be able to restrain myself. You snatched my mask off. Especially you ain't, nah, no, you can't snatch it off my face like that. 
and think it's not going to be no repercussions. I'll, I would not be able to restrain myself. Ain't no way. And then what happens? I, I Does your school up. district fire you for beating up a parent for taking off your mask? Oh, my God. Well, I think I think you have to say the words, I'm scared for my life, yeah. before you start beating ass and you're good. I don't know. I think some GoFundMes would be set up. I think you'd be straight cutting. I think you'd be on some TV programs or oh, Breakfast yeah. Club or something. Yeah. I think I think it would be some, especially if it was on video. But, um, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, that's, Ooh, that's tough. Wow. That's tough. It's it's a lot going on That's in these tough. streets, man. But listen, I'm not gonna harp on it. Um, I tell y'all the last thing that burns my Buddha this week, and uh, it's cigar niggas burn my Buddha. <laughs> Why? I want to hear this. Why? I don't even have a reason, bro. I, just, <laughs> I know. I know. Maybe two years ago, I said that people who travel with their hookah burn my Buddha. Cause this is even different than traveling with your hookah. If everywhere you go, somebody pulling out a cigar and like, yeah, yeah, I got me these um, Cuban, uh, yeah, this is the Cardinal Ashes. Cardinal Regal yeah. um, extra, yeah. whatever, and then cutting it. I Look just, at you knowing. I just cigar niggas. They always bald headed with a beard. I just, I don't listen, bro. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know, man. Cigar people, they burn my I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let me, let me, uh, let me, let me touch that one. So, um, I don't know what it is either. I don't like it, but I, my brother <laughs> is a huge cigar person. Um, I don't, you know, I mean, it's, it's, to me, it's just a big cigarette. Um, and <laughs> I guess once you start to taste, like, I, it must, you know, I always, I, I remember posting something on Instagram that, uh, cinnamon toast crunch gotta be better than crack, <clears throat> but it's, it's not when you like crack. Nah, and so, uh, and you know, of course, cigars aren't cracked, but there must be a certain taste that you acquire for a cigar that's really, really desirable whenever you start to smoke cigars. And I, I can appreciate that, like if you're a, a legitimate aficionado. Uh, but I think that some some people do it to so quote unquote be different. Like they're like, oh mm. man, y'all boys on y'all boys on that weed. I'm on them cigars, man. I'm more sophisticated than y'all, and that's kind of what I don't like about it. But if uh if you know if I, I guess if you graduate from whatever you was whatever your your muse was before to cigars, then I'm fine. Whatever you know, if that's what you want to do. So like let's next best friend weekend. If I'm sitting over there, like oh yeah man, I got us some smokers jackets. We go into this cigar bar. Like I know people who like and it's yes I I you're right, I'm with Rod, it. Rod. Rod, you're right. You're right. That if you're an aficionado, if you're a person who has like like you with it. I mean, they might look at me the same way and say, y'all go to breweries in different cities and y'all think that that's cool. Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. It's just something about cigars. It's like, it's always a certain type of person. It's always, get, they I, always, uh. I know exactly, I know exactly what you mean. And I know that you wasn't like throwing shade at like every cigar smoker. Nah, um, nah, I, nah. You was throwing shade at like, the, I, I know who we don't like. You know, I think collectively, <laughs> like we don't like a certain you know, like, Human and especially being. it makes it even worse whenever it's somebody that you already don't like, mm-hmm. uh, that, that all of a sudden took up cigars. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's very on yeah. brand that you, yeah. you my humidor, My humidor is here and I have a travel humidor with my. Oh yeah. If you do extra work, I'm, I'm fine with you. If you smoke cigars, I mean, I enjoy cigars every now and then. I'm fine with that, but yeah, but I'm not, no, I'm not going to be just like, oh, boy, we traveling and try to, yeah, I'm not shining with them like that, but 
You smoke cigar, you smoke cigar, man. Do your thing, man. Yeah, I got a cousin who a big cigar head. Like when they, he'll be like, "Hey, we shooting dom, we um, we playing dominoes over here," and I'll pull up and it'd be like six, seven dudes shooting dominoes, right? And we we and like six, seven dudes there, and they sit in the garage and they all smoking a cigar. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'll mm-hmm. be like, "Let me smoke a cigar with them boys," but mm-hmm. I'm not going home and buying me some cigars and having them. I don't know. It's just it's yeah. There's cool cigar smokers and there's pretentious cigar smokers. I guess is what I clowns extra da- extra daddies. Mm-hmm. There's some very <laughs> look at me. I'm smoking cigars. Person with a, with a lapel with a pin on their lapel at the at the <laughs> club with their leg crossed in some some and some cognacs. Yeah, and some cognac with neat. <laughs> yeah. neat. But sweating. Why you sweating? <laughs> this is yeah, my smoker you. jacket. Anyway, all that to say, they burn my boot at, and um, I mean, but people is people is people. But let's talk about some other people, man. When did this conversation start going viral about um, white celebrities not taking baths every day? I don't know when, when did this start. Was this Ashton Kutcher who started this? Do y'all know about this mm. this story that's been? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I've heard about that, but I think it it it, it came. A few, maybe a few months or years ago, maybe a year ago, or something. But I've heard it before, but now it's back. Like, and I remember um, the recent one. I remember was uh, Ice T wife saying, "I was gonna bathe every it. day." Like, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, you can't be married to Ice T and don't take no bath every day." But then, you know, yeah, we don't know Ice T like we thought we knew. Jake Gyllenhaal, um, Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher. Dak Shepard, yeah. these are all people who've come out talking about, yeah, in Vanity Fair, it's less necessary to bathe because, <laughs> you know. That's, that's. I don't have. I don't, I, I, I don't really have nothing, but you, that has to stink. Like, you, you gotta, you gotta be funky, bro. I mean, that don't smell good. I, some think pieces talked about the idea that hyper cleanliness has been long pushed on people of color, like like we can't be stank, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. that white folks are just free to kind of be stank, and if they want to, but, and nobody's going to tell them anything, yeah. it's kind of the idea. Yeah, because we'll go back in our own circle and talk about it probably more than anything. <laughs> So the thing that had me literally laughing out loud was when Dionne Warwick, old ass Dionne Warwick, actually posted this week. She said, it's so wonderful. So many people have supported Britney Spears with everything Mm -hmm. she's going with. She's like, I just heard the news. Wonderful things can happen when we stand together, but not too close because I just learned that some of you don't bathe. Nigga. I didn't see that. Nigga, that's shit got yeah. 70,000 likes. Cause that is so funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I understand that. I, I don't understand not be, not not bathing though every day. Like that's a little that's a that's a little I don't I, I don't understand like <laughs> I know you like your body naturally uh you know you sweat, so you uh, you, you can't not bathe every day. That's crazy. I just, I, I don't understand. You know, honestly, I just never understood the concept of taking a bath in the morning. That was one of, that was something I grew up not getting. Because I always was like, well, your bed going to be funky every night. Like, you're going to get in your bed, stink every night, and it's going to be dirty. Like, taking a bath in the morning exclusively. Now, yeah. I, I might be wrong. Like, y'all might be dudes who like, hey, I only take a bath in the morning. No, but, I'm, I'm a nighttime dad. 
I mean, I think I think everybody should be nighttime nighttime bathers, but I'm not gonna say I do that every night. Sometimes I sometimes I get in the bed dirty. Like I'm not. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna blue moon fake the folk. Yeah, you're right. It's like <laughs> literally fake yeah, the folk. No, I mean honestly, and then the way I've been working out, sometimes it's just it plays out where I work out at eleven o'clock in the morning, and I'll be finished at noon, and I take a shower, and I'll be clean at noon. Yes, and sit around the house, and then I'm like. All right, do I need to take a bath at nine before I get You're back? You're in the bed at 12 hours. Yeah. That's sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Like you just said, it just really depends on kind of the vibe. And sometimes I'm like, yeah. I'm about to take a bath when I get up <laughs> in mm-hmm. a couple of hours, like because I'm about to work out again. So it really depends. I think leaving the house yeah. is kind of what gets it for me. Once I leave the house and I'm in the world, then I feel like I got to take another bath. So you leave the house at eight? All take I'm, a shower to leave. Take a shower to leave the house. At eight, get back at two. Lost. You jump in the shower. The counter of that is <laughs> if I woke up at my house and I didn't do nothing all day, <laughs> I might not take a shower. <laughs> okay, I might not I take a bath. I don't make like, sure. Like that, yeah, that's 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 possible, that. but yeah, yes. But I'm gonna start feeling stink after a while. Even if I ain't stink, a- after I'm a while, feeling stink. Yes, gotta go wash them nuts, man. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I if I've ever really been around somebody who per se just didn't take a bath like that but i mean i know people who i know i know black folks who don't take baths too though that's like yeah nigga you don't take yeah took a, a shower today get your funky ass in the shower trying to put some deodorant on so it, it ain't a racial thing per se but i think it's just funny that you know that they out there it's it's a thing in society right now that it's it's the thing in the culture that everybody's talking about about how and not all white people got to live with it. That y'all don't take bath. <laughs> y'all don't take <laughs> Hey, man. It is what it is, man. Uh, I don't want to talk about too, um, them people too heavy. And I mean, you know, I don't want to talk about anybody in particular. But I do have somebody that I do want to bring up. And it's the young fella who plays for the, for the, for the Hornets, not named LaMelo Ball. I'm talking about P.J. Washington. Have you guys... At all, followed this story. I mean, I I followed this story in about probably right around the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. I got wind of a social media post, and it was like, "Man, look that little thought that wrote that book is yeah. then caught a little dude in that league." And when I went to his page, that man had like very respectable black people Christmas event at his house with his mama, his daddy, mm-hmm. his brothers, all of them wearing like matching outfits. And church clothes look like and having dinner for Christmas at their house. Like that man looked like he come from good stock cutting. Mm-hmm. And that thing was there with him, pregnant. And I was like, oh, that man and wife. That little thing, that little crazy thing that yeah. was on like Kaepernick and some other people. I was like, oh, well. I thought know, it was a porn was, star at first, me. I was like, you like it, I love it. You know, you didn't wife yeah. her, you didn't save her, whatever. But now they so say they broke up in that man. Like she, they say she's trying to put that man on child support. <sighs> Cutting, I don't know. Cutting, I like, I don't. How could you get yourself you, in no, that you, situation? You Cutting is the question. You do know, you do know, you you know, you know. It's dude who, um, you know, you got a little cheese and a little thing came in and finagled you. You know, you, <laughs> you got you got hit with the forty two fake man. I, you know what I'm saying? Some 
<laughs> that shit happens, you know. I gotta, you thought she was something she wasn't. I gotta disagree, Los, because yeah, I see she fine if that's what you're trying to say. But they got a bunch of fine women out there. You ain't gotta, uh-huh. you ain't gotta yes. like choose the one that done been with everybody. Like why her? I agree. But I'm saying he got hit with the forty-two fake. I don't. But I'm saying why? Like I feel like homie could be hitting other people with the forty-two fake. Like hmm. why yes. her? Hmm. No, she hit him with the forty-two fake and, and the play action work. Yeah, well, then you know what? I mean, here's the thing. I feel like you're rationalizing for that man. Ultimately, he got himself in this situation, mm. and he's a clown. Because he should have Yes, I'm not rationalizing for him. I agree. I'm, from, okay. From the eye test. Let's, let's, from let's, the eye test, let's, he definitely let's, should have. Let's, let's pause that. The face. I just want to pause it for a second, Raj. And you, you're making a very uh, strong stance that that man is a clown. And that man could very well be a clown. Yeah. But is it pop? I mean, I know they got songs like, like there's quotes that we grew up in rap music, right? That, you know, boys kind of live by. You live by the G code in, in, in a sense, mm-hmm. right? Like one of them is Lil Wayne that I've, it, it took me a while to understand what this meant. It ain't tricking if you got it. Tricking if you got it. Right? That is a very profound statement by Lil Wayne whenever he made it 10, 15 years ago. That that's, it just means tricking is relative. If you ain't got nothing, then it's tricking. But if you got a billion dollars, then it ain't really tricking because you could afford it. It doesn't really matter. So if that man bought her like this big chain, whatever, or like these big, big jewels and, and brace mm-hmm. tennis bracelets and houses, yeah. if he got it, it really ain't shit. Like Drake can set you up however you want. Okay, that's one yeah. quote. Another quote that's akin to that one that we grew up by is that you can't make a whole housewife. Big but facts. is that true, though? You just said big facts, Lowe's. Is it true, though? Like no, I was saying big facts, that was a quote. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, my, my thing is, is it true? Because, Rod, you said he a whole clown. I mean, there is a world that that could have worked, right? That they could have fell for each other and been... It could have worked, right? I, I mean, Kim, Kim Kardashian was one for a while. Uh, you know, it worked. You know, for however long it did, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, I'm being a clown. I'm being a clown's advocate right now, Raj. I understand. Yeah. But my question is, is it just is he just a clown because it didn't work? Like if it if they would still be together, would he be a clown, Raj? Is what I, that's what I'm asking. That's the. I mean, that's the that's the that's my ultimate point. Um, is you know, if you play with fire, you're gonna get burnt. Like I mean, if we're going with all kind of like different little quotes and stuff, and and she's fire. Like that's what she was. Like it, if it worked out, then cool, man. You you tame the dragon. Maybe that's another quote. Um, but it didn't work out. Fire, man. And I'm pretty sure. I'm more than certain that that man. Who? How many teammates? You got about 14 teammates on the team. I bet you, oh. if you would have polled all 14 of his other teammates, Lamelo, them, Angelo, them boys would have been like, "Cut! Don't do it." I just saw her at the game with Lil Uzi Vert the other day. Huh. Don't do it. She's a she. She put that she she him now the she him Colin Kaepernick up too. Why would you do it? You 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 tripping? Oh no, nah, couldn't that thing fine? I'm about to see. <laughs> and then he yeah, saw. I, 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 I disagree. That, I think them. <laughs> I saw. <laughs> and then he saw. <laughs> I, I disagree. Them little dudes. Uh, it seems like nowadays, uh, them boys kind of. Pass the same little torch around a lot, and um, I would you love know. to be in that world because I would not be on that. 
No, ain't no way. But um, no, that's that's what they doing. Like they like, oh, you got her. Oh man, she did, she did. Like I think they look at the status of who they who she messed with as a like as a metal now more so than you know we did back in the day. Like if if chick messed with certain dudes, you'd be like, okay, yeah, I did that. But that's not nothing you're gonna hold high. You know, you you'll discuss it a little bit, but you're not gonna take that out and and, and do certain things with her. So. I think nowadays they, they do they doing it a little differently. Like, okay, she, oh she, hey, oh you used to mess with such and such. Oh, I'm definitely about to hop on you. Like, that's what they're looking at nowadays. You know what I mean? I just really can't like, support that. Me neither. But that's what they that's what they own. It's, they own like I, who you who you mess with. Like if a chick if a chick used to fuck with Drake, niggas hopping on her because they're like, oh Drake fuck with you. She did the, some. It's got to be okay, something. Let me put it like this: She groomed that man. Like it was the long play because mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all when I went look at his his page, I like went in the rabbit hole and they had pictures of her at Kentucky games when that man was still in college. Like forty two like, fake. Like on that man for a while. I don't know. Maybe she thought she was reformed and maybe she thought she like maybe she just broke up with him because they had a disagreement or whatever it is. But it's hard because that whole got a, a a video online talking about some the the easiest people to to get to trap is a athlete because they'll fuck you without a condom. First people to deal with are the athletes. None of them use condoms really. So if y'all really want to try to come up off a check off a man, you you forty two fake. Like, <laughs> and then the, then the memes was coming out like nigga, you had the answers to the test and still failed. That was hilarious to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Damn. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, well, too fake, man. Right. I don't. Hey, but you know what? That, but that you know, man is a whole clown. Might be a clown. I don't, I don't. Might be a clown. I don't. I'm just. I'm just trying to think about this. Oh, virgins. Yeah. Here's my. Here's my. That man saving grace in my. In my opinion, um, uh, because I didn't know who she was until this morning. Whenever you told me who she was, hmm. um, maybe that man didn't know who she was. Huh. And she was just something fine. I'm gonna just maybe I could give him the benefit of the doubt in that regard and say that man didn't know exactly who he was messing with. She was fine. Instagram. She came through. Yeah, she came through. Sauce two million followers. Stop it. Yeah, no. No, Once you post, uh, people let you know who that person is. My point is, I know he went to her her page and saw how many followers she got. Mm. Well, I'm Mm. just saying, if he already like, I would love look. I would love for that man. To have had restraint. I'm talking about getting involved. Like, oh, basically okay, what I'm okay, saying okay, is, is okay. I don't, I have to, I'm going to hold some faith out for that man that if he knew exactly who she was when he met her, maybe he did, but I'm holding faith. If he knew who she was whenever he met her, then if he, if he, if he met her out and she was fine and they, you know, they went eat pizza after the club. And he smashed a few times and then, you know, a, a one time and then find out, oh, that's that thing. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt in that regard is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a legitimate point. That he could have met out in the club. You don't necessarily know who these people are when you meet them in the club. All right. So, another story that I was wanting to talk about this week was your man Turk. And I think that this is a, I think it's a very... Louisiana-esque thing because it's been going back and forth in our text groups. And I think that mm-hmm. it's it it deserves a bit of a a one-over. Because um, I mean, I think it was Los maybe UNCNH or Graham Star, maybe. We're going back and forth with something he said about I don't remember exactly what the quote was. 
But you need to know because he had a few this week, and uh, the yeah. the second one that actually was on the headlines was that he said that men play. He said every man played gay games with his homeboys. Is how mm-hmm. he phrased it. Every every male, every male dog, have some type of um game, gay game. That's what they call it, gay game, penitentiary game, that they play with their homeboy. You know what I'm saying? Niggas not going to mention it. They're not going to say it because of social media, and they'll try to act like they gangster or whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But every nigga might be like, damn, bitch, you sexy today, bitch. You, you know what I'm saying? Niggas be doing shit like that. But it to me, it's not no, you know what I'm saying? When you know your sexual preference, bro, it's like, you know, what the fuck? You feel me? But like I say, I understand the mindset of people today, you know what I'm saying? Like, being the age where I'm at now, I wouldn't play no type of games to mislead people to even think no shape, form, or fashion, you know what I'm saying? That, man, oh, that nigga gay. Or oh, that nigga gay, you know what I'm saying? But um, if you're a real nigga, man, y'all come on and keep it real, dog. Y'all know, like, every nigga got inside jokes that they play with they niggas, dog. Like, it is what it is. You feel me? Now, y'all gonna crucify me on here, but fuck you. You feel me? Because I'm a real gangster for real. You know everybody what? on social media was hopping on him like, nah, man, that's that Louisiana shit. We don't do that. Like, that ain't blah, blah, blah. Y'all boys, y'all boys some punks. Like, yeah. long story short, cutting... I, oh, I remember now what, what we was talking about. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a couple of those stories there, but I mean... It hasn't set well with me because I'm thinking there's more meat on the bones to this story, so to speak, than just the at face value cutting that's gay. I think that there's more to yeah. what that man's saying that kind of makes a little bit of sense. I mean, you know, just throwing it just throwing it to y'all boys. What do y'all think about well, Tuck's comments? He basically said every male has gay games they play with their male friends. Is is what Yeah, I, oh, Yeah, I mean nigga, nigga I mean if you like your homeboys, yeah, especially y'all comfortable. You on like do say whatever. You say some stuff that's, that's suspect or like, but whatever, gay or all that. You, you you talk about that. But my when we was talking, I was like, uh, I think CNH had posted that picture of the dude grabbing old boy dick. No, no, no. What like, he po- oh, what he no, posted was, um, Turk said, um, if you're not a real nigga, you won't understand Birdman kissing his artist. That's what, and then that, yeah, that, that's what it was. Yeah, kissing is a that's a no go. <laughs> like that's a not that's a non-starter. That don't act nah. like we don't be doing the best friend weekend kiss every time we uh, <laughs> nigga. You know, goddamn well together. we ain't never kissed. I stop that. Like for real though, <laughs> but no, that's that's a no go. But um, no, stop. Then, I gotta stop you before you even go there. Before you start the line. But if that man Raj walked up to you, cut. Now I ain't seen Los in a year and a half. He kiss you on your forehead. Cut. Is that are you like? Are you feeling like no? I don't feel gay, but I'm be like nigga. I'm I won't feel no. I don't feel gay. I'm be like nigga. What the fuck are you doing? No, <laughs> no. I don't think you I'm would. No. I don't think nigga. Would. I'm definitely gonna ask Raj why. I don't you think you would me. be serious. I think you'd be like, man, this boy crazy. <laughs> that and I'm be serious. I'm be like, dog, don't. Yeah, nah. Why the fuck is you kissing me, man? Yes, I, I am. I can't wait till I see you again. And kiss you on nigga, your Nigga, Raj, don't. <laughs> Raj. Raj. Please. Raj, I'm begging you don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, now. <laughs> but no. Um, nah. Uh, I mean, yes. Niggas say whatever, all kind of wild ways, all that wild shit. Yes, that, that, that happens. But kissing in the mouth. 
Okay. And grabbing, I ain't grabbing no nigga dick. Like that's like that's not happening. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone said nothing about grabbing a dick. And for what? No, that, no, that, that that's the meme. Uh, CNH CNH posted okay. the little video with the soccer dude reaching okay. around and grabbing that man. That's that ain't that was that was trying to troll somebody on the court. This ain't your homeboy sitting there. And I never heard no my homeboy has touched a dick. I'm gonna say this in college, my freshman year. I remember this like yesterday. All of my my homeboys that I started hanging with from like LA and a couple of them from Houston, the boys used to always be like, "Oh man, that nigga, that nigga Allen, bro, we be getting on that drink, and then that man like touchy feely." And what they meant is, yeah. I would put my arm around them like, "Oh boy, we fucked up, that. cutting yeah. all yeah, my love, my niggas, all my niggas yeah. love me," and they would be like, yeah. "Don't like man, why nigga be touching you when he like?" To me, that was mad, like. You know, I'm talking about like um, the boys. Like, what's what's the word that we use for that? When you, oh my god, I'm, it's on the tip of my tongue. Pause. Um, homophobic. Homophobic. There you go. Like mad yeah. homophobic. Like to me, like dog. I don't want you. We drinking, and I'm like, ah, commemor. And that's kind of how we grew up. Like just really being like, we we like hug. We like be close to each other. We be like, oh, that's my dogs. Like you're walking to the. Into the party with your arms or all your boys like, like ah, we together. Like that kind of shit. To me, when you grow up like that, it's a little, it's not that uncommon for dudes to be like kind of in close proximity. And I think that it's just kind of a, it's a sexual, it's like your, your sexual kind of, your, your comfort with your sexuality, I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, maybe, maybe I'm no Turk. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe you talk. I remember. I just think. Oh, go ahead, Ross. Go ahead. Yeah, I uh, I you know, I'm not um, I'm I'm borderline. I don't. I, you know, I I'm, I'm I just could see a scenario of of that happening. Like, ah, we in that club, and I got my arm around you, but I'm you know, of course, like you said, like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to smash you. Like, I just. It's just like a song came on and I'm hype and I want to be close to my partner. And cutting, I'm I'm never gonna kiss neither one of y'all boys in the mouth or any boy in the mouth. Um, <laughs> How about a man? What about a man? What about a man? Because I just really feel like right, go ahead. I feel like I feel like I've had like a kiss on the head from a mm. from my partner like before like uh. I love you, like, you know, whatever. I don't even know, cause like I mean, that sound weird, but like I just really feel like I'm not capping right now. Like I feel like Los, you didn't had that situation happen to you too, like and without nah. it being like my nigga, get the fuck off me, like where it just turns into like a hostile no. situation. That's if crazy. Y'all, no. If y'all look at y'all text just now, I sent I'm sending y'all a picture of Raj hugging both of us in a picture that we took and posted on social media. So. At, at, um, and I look about to kiss you on your head. Al, my lips are very close to your head. About to kiss you on your head, what you would have did? You would have got mad at me. He would have got hype. He would have got hype. Ah, we got you. <laughs> Epernay. But no, I, I think um, no, I, I, and, uh, on the real, I, I ain't trying to be funny. Um, me, Al, you know that's my nigga right there. That's that's, that's my brother. But <laughs> but no, um, I had to get used to him. Al, we Kissing like me, me. Al should be out late. <laughs> And get loaded, and like Al like to that nigga like to put his. I'm like, hey man, Tim, hey man, nigga number one, you heavy, dog. Stop fucking putting your arm around me. I can't fucking walk like this. Like that was new to me. I'm maybe it's it's a down south Louisiana thing. I don't know, 
But at, at home, we don't, in Shreveport, we don't put our arm around your home. You dap them up, you know, bring them in close, pat, and then move around. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we that, that was that was new to me. But I realized that man, Al get loaded, he get hyped, he going to grab you. I'm like, dog, hey, <laughs> relax, man. If you, you know working well, if you Sometimes. working with some nigga gonna grab at you though, no, like, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta know. Hey, okay, so that's just the you gotta know. that's the physical touching. But he also talking about gay gas yeah. and I and I and Rob Kazi, I I, po- I sent y'all a, a little quote. He said something about if a dude say like, "Man, I, I'm hungry as hell, ain't no meat in here." But and, and another one of the I got some meat you could eat. Then they all start laughing. That's a gay game. It's what that man said. Yeah. He was trying to explain it in that way. Los. I know for a fact I've sat down and had the 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 punk talk with you before, like clowning. Cause yeah, we like yeah, when you we like, always clown if we were yeah. if we were some punks, cutting, we wouldn't even go out because we just stay in the house. No, and, like, the, yeah, yeah. The thing we, we talk about, like, oh, them, them chick think we punks right here. We sitting in the house together. It's three in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, but that's that's different than kissing nigga in the mouth, though. Yeah, I guess when it gets to the physical, I mean, and honestly, to me, that's and and it's, it's gonna this is gonna sound a little weird, but. To me, that's how I always kind of, I guess, never really questioned my sexuality. Because if yeah, somebody man. wasn't clowning, like, or, or if I didn't know it was a clowning situation, let's just put it that way. Like, I'm sitting in a car or something with somebody I don't know, and they touch my leg, like, caress my leg, a dude. Cutting, I would automatically be like, Cutting, what you doing? And just move, like, bro, stop. Yes. Cutting, like, stop. Yes. But if I know you to be clowning, cutting, I yes. lean in and be like, oh, boy, I touch you too. Cutting like it, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a it, joke. Yeah. It, to me, that's what Turk was trying to say about gay games to me. But I could be wrong. That man could be straight. Yeah, well, on it, I, I think you know? I, I, I think his, his gay games was taken way farther than, I, than what we what we talking about <laughs> when he was kissing another man in his mouth. Hey. I think he he I think I think Turk is, is trying to. Uh, he trying to clean that daddy up, bro. Like okay. he trying to live your poker situation. That's possible. Uh, and and but and he knows enough about Louisiana to say, hold on, I know plenty of y'all niggas be talking about that shit all the time. It's cool. But then too, if you read further into it, them niggas was kissing Birdman and, okay. and Wayne in the mouth in front of their old lady. So, so let's just stop. Yeah, let's just stop with this. I'm gonna throw this in there, and y'all can y'all can y'all can respond to this. I think it's different when we're talking about Birdman. Birdman might actually been like that. Some some of that shit might not have been right. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> well, well, hold on. Oh, that's that. If we gonna play that, no, I'm gonna play devil's advocate to the the rapist man. What I'm saying is, <laughs> he felt like them boys' daddy. But my daddy ain't never kissed me in my mouth. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm about to say that. Granted, my daddy ain't kissed me in my mouth. I'm sure. Your daddy, Roger, I don't know about your daddy. <laughs> Shit. Nah, I okay. Wouldn't, I so, what I'm saying is, we don't know, you know, the rules and regulations that man just really wanted a son at the time. His son was too little. He was kissing son. You know, I don't know. But, he might be. I mean, <laughs> Birdman might be a little, a little, a little, a little suspect. Might be Michael Jackson. I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think it's a little right. different when we talk about cash money, and I get it. But sometimes I get defensive of Louisiana in that way. Like I think yeah. that I think that what we find as far as camaraderie and friendship, and I mean, I can go down some rabbit holes that take it some different places mm-hmm. that some psychiatrists might listen to this podcast and be like, 
Yeah, okay, that's interesting. That that's how y'all grew up, thinking that certain things are okay in that way. Um, so I, I I think that there's some levels to that that I'm defensive of where I'm from. Um, and I and, yeah. I, and I can understand that. Um, but there's some things obviously that are, are weird. Yeah, kissing pictures of Lil Wayne and baby kissing in the mouth are weird. Yes. Yes. But having somebody say I play every man play gay games with their homeboys to me it's not that egregious of a comment. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the f- the funny part is when they, uh, you know, I would listen to Breakfast Club every, every morning. Um, and they were somebody, and them, them boys play hunt me down games in the Breakfast Club. They Them boys be wilding. Like, so, yeah, I mean, that that happens, bro. That happens. Especially when you come to with your sexuality. Nobody know, hey, I'm not trying to fuck with you. So, yeah, man. But it's just when Al get drunk, that nigga put his hand around you, his whole arm around you, and your armpit be in your neck. You be like, nah, and, watch out. And then look, put yourself in that situation, and then that man, you look at that man weird, cause cause that man arm heavy, and that man look at you cutting like in a very, in a way, and say, now what you gonna do? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he nah, he gonna nah, see. Now nah, nah, what you gonna Relax. do? Look, I got you. Look how I got you. That's gay game. Yeah. And what you right. gonna do? I mean, gay game. Are you dancing in the club and somebody just come dance on you? Ooh, that's crazy. Twice. That's wild. Twice. And push you and say, That's way too wild. Man, stop that, Come man. here, nigga. Come here, nigga. <laughs> <Put> you... <laughs> stop playing, bitch. Oh. You, know, you know we playing. Oh. We playing. Oh hey, Florida. Long story short. Los. It's, no, it's Turk Gay? Not no more. Now cue up that music for nothing nice to no, say. Don't say anything nice. Don't say anything at all. Nothing nice to say, but I don't know. Ain't nothing nice. Let me tell you people some funny stuff that I heard today, man. So, a couple of weeks ago, I don't know if you know or not, uh, they got a new superintendent for Houston ISD, the one of the biggest school districts in the country. And uh, it's a brother, you know. So, you know, we expect great things of this brother. And uh, he's been doing some good things. He had some virtual trainings for some principals that he didn't like. But he, he came back, double back and said, look, man, mask mandated all of the kids. I don't care what the governor say, man. So dude on his, on his, he on his, he on his shit. So we're a little hype about that. But another thing that the man chose to do today that just was, it's, 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 very surprising and cool to me. He has a bold plan to help with classroom vacancies and teacher shortages. So what the superintendent, Millard House II, has decided to do is on the first day of school, which is going to be August the 23rd, he is going to be taking, um, he's going to work with principals to ensure that every um, every classroom is staffed with certified teachers. How he's going to do that? He's going to deploy about 250 central office staff members with teacher certifications to all campuses that have teacher vacancies. So basically, he's going to the district office and saying, hey, you, you the you the um, the math specialist or you, you the the district coordinator of science or you, you the you the um, oh, you're the, the over special programs. But if you got a teacher certification, it's all hands on deck. We need you to get out here and teach. He putting boys, he putting new things out here in these streets. And man, listen, I just can't wait for this motherfucker who been telling people how to teach 
for the last 20 years or sitting at a desk for the last 10 who like quote unquote made it to have to get out there in them trenches. And I'm just going to start before they, st- I'm going to say it before they start. I ain't got nothing nice to say about folks who say they know what they're talking about when it comes to educating these kids and going to fall right on their face when they actually got to pull up and do it. So I won't say nothing at pick all. Me. Pick me, pick me, pick me, please. <laughs> please pick me. My hand is raised. Go ahead, Officer Los. <laughs> say, bro. The... I, number one, I love this. I think this is something. <laughs> I love <it. laughs> no, <clears throat> no I, I love this more than anything because a lot of, especially in my district, a lot of things that, that the people come into your building and say that needs to be done, they really don't have a clue how to implement it, right? And a lot of times, if you have been in education, just, just, Al, just like you, how long you been out of the school system? Like out of the classroom. Uh, eight years. Eight years, right? You know that's a long time. So, just whatever you 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 had in place then, it's completely different now. Even the, your children, and we know that. It like even when you were working in that, you knew that. So, you you going back in the classroom? Yes, it's going to be a, a a little different time. You know, some time for you had to adjust and do things a little different. So I. Those people who have been out of class 20 years having to go back in there and, and, and all those things you was talking and telling people who they're not good and not this and not that. Yes, you got to practice what you preach now. I love it. Oh, yeah. I love it. I, I And I honestly think that at some point after so many years, you need to go. You might not have to go teach, but you need to go in there and see. Like you might have to go sit for a few days, uh, you know. Uh, 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 nine weeks or a certain amount of time. I don't know exactly how I would do it, but you need to go see what's going on because a lot of times when you when you out of you like you so far remu- removed from the classroom. I think you have a job where you get to go actually in and teach kids a lot of times and go talk to them, but it's not at the rate that you were doing, and it's a lot of times the kid it's kids that who really want to learn, so it's a little different sometimes, but. I think that it's it's going to be a good thing. I I wish, and they actually should. Cause we we have a high vacancy rate in my district. They should as well. do that shit in your district. Um, <laughs> I, I, I I I but I, one thing I know for sure, it would be a lot of it would be a lot of vacancies at the ad building in in, in a couple of weeks, <laughs> I, about a month. I can I can guarantee you that I, it'd be a lot of vacancies I, in a month. I think that a lot of teachers feel like they've progress to a point when they get to the ad building and they don't ever have to do it again. So having to put up or shut mm-hmm. up is just such a crazy thing. Roger, what you have about I have that? A, I have a question. Uh, I, I think this is great as well, but you know, I guess I have to assume that those people that have reached the ad building or the uh, central office um, have a duty, mm-hmm. have some sort of responsibility. <laughs> How would those responsibilities get completed? I, I don't know. It, it, edu- educate work. me. You know? Light work. I mean, okay. yeah, a lot, a lot um, of times they just really got to do trainings for teachers and make sure that their test scores are together and come up with district assessments and stuff. So I would think you still just get a planning period or two, to an uh, extra couple of periods to work on that. I mean, that's what I would think. Go ahead, Los. My other question is, I see how I see how much Los likes this. <laughs> Al, do you like it? Oh, uh, no, no, no. I love it. I love it. Um, But for me, like, it's funny because, you know, Los kind of spoke a little bit about me. 
but yeah, it's my situation is different. It's completely different because I work mm-hmm. in schools still. I still go mm-hmm. talk, and what I'm doing is preparing teachers to teach stuff. So yeah. for me, I would just go teach the stuff I've been preparing, and and it's different because I'm kind of yeah. like like for instance, I went to teach a class this summer with some guy with some high school kids at like a a low SES school, some kids who didn't necessarily want to be there. But I'm still me. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna walk in class yeah. and start talking about hip hop and start talking about Jordans and start and then say, all right, let's get on this this lesson that I've already thought about and like, okay, boom, y'all mm-hmm. do this and I know how to facilitate things real well. So for me it'd be real easy. Yes. But some people yes. I think the idea is some people, a lot of people, got promoted out of the classroom, not because they're awesome at teaching. They got promoted out of the classroom because they've been doing it a long time or they kissed a lot of ass or like mm-hmm. they, they went get a degree and then they looked the part and they interview well Who and, and, then, yes. and they know somebody and then next thing you know, they're doing this role for the next 10 years and they never really was that good mm-hmm. of a teacher. So I would and say any school you go to, if it's 100 teachers, like 20 of them are really good or like really good. Like, Ooh. like I would say yeah. the other, I'd say 50 of them are okay. They, you know, they, they, yeah. they teach the same stuff every year and they's like, Hey, I'm here. When the bell ring, I'm going home yeah. and about 30 of them yes. suck. So yeah. I would say 20 of them are next level. And out of those, and the people who get promoted, it ain't the 20 best ones. Cause they want them in them classes, mm-hmm. still getting them kids to pass, yes. still teaching every day. Yes. So the people yes. in the ad building, not the shit is, is like my take on it. So I, I love it. Cause you I, would get to see it in action. Yes, I, I will say this. Al, I think you had you had you made amazing points. I think I think for me, I think it's this. I think it's it's people who who can teach anything, right? Because uh-huh. you can teach. I feel like if you know some of the content, you can teach people anything, Hell yeah. right? Hell yeah. And it's, yeah, so um, I think it's people who know all the content but can't teach, uh-huh. right? And I think those are a lot of people who make it to those upper levels who cannot teach who have really not that much classroom management but they went and got and they know that they can get in an interview and recite and and, and and regurgitate all the stuff you really need to hear about this job mm-hmm. right but if you put them in a classroom with some kids who not the ones who sitting there perky eyed and butch your tail with their pencil line ready it's it's tough for them those are people who are gonna struggle it's people who love teaching they'll be okay as folks who like, ah, shit, I, I was out of the classroom, they gonna struggle hard. None of the people who are quit and go to the district and find another job. You know what I mean? What like, is- it, it's, it's, it's a bunch of, I think it's a, it's a, it's a whole bunch of, it's a different, it's a bunch of different stuff going on when it comes to that. But I think at the end of the day, I'm glad it's happening because now you're gonna see the people you have at the top might not be, need to be there. Because if you, but they, like you okay, said, so if you take all you, go ahead. I would just say that they do need to be there though, because you, you can't really, like everything you're saying is super valid and I agree with everything. I just think you got to sometimes take your, take your teacher and like educator hat off and think about it from a business perspective. And I am. if, okay, then, well, then you should probably mm-hmm. agree with what I'm saying then, that. Mm-hmm. If you do that, what you just said, and put all of the people who not good, who know a whole bunch of stuff back in the classroom, you just said they would quit. So if they quit, then that's even yeah. more of a teacher shortage, Los. So mm-hmm. if them people who in the classroom knowing what they're doing is 
fine with doing it, then you keep them where they're at. It's weird. It's it's a very weird, messed up kind of thing, right? Like, oh, no, you're really good at doing this menial job. I'm not going to promote you because we need people to do this menial job. Why would I promote you and then somebody else isn't going to? not? And I hate to call teaching a menial job because I don't really mean that mm-hmm. in that way. I just mean it in, yeah, in a sense of they're not going to promote you because they think you're good at what you're doing. Like I remember when I was homeboys mm. that we know he's teaching math and they was like, we're never going to let you teach coach like full-time PE coach. Yeah. Cause you teach, cause who's going to teach math. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I want to coach PE. I want to be the athletic director. And mm-hmm. they're like, no, I want you to coach. I mean, I want you to teach math. Yeah. So yeah. can't have nobody else. Man. It's like, you almost got to go like, to the principal I, and say, look, I'm going to quit if I don't. And then they have to make a decision. Yes. Yes, I, I I definitely agree with those things. But what I'm saying is this: my thing is, <laughs> for me, I, I understand. You know, like we understand the tears, and I, and Al, you can agree with this more than anybody. You you have been in the classroom, and somebody came over to your school and t- tried to tell you what you should be doing yeah. that didn't have absolutely near near as much uh, savvy for math as what you had, right? Absolutely, yeah. And you were extremely, and even putting stuff together. Like even what their what their job was quoted to do, you were better at that job than them, mm-hmm. and you were in the classroom every day. I just right? didn't know it yet, but and yeah. exactly, yeah. I mean, but but you know, you proved it. That's what I'm telling you. you proved it. So it, it's it's people like you who what I'm saying is you need to like. I think it's time to wash them clothes hmm. and rewash them shits, and that shit come out dirty, hmm. nigga. What you do when that shit, when you wash that bitch two three times, it come out dirty. Throw it away. Hmm. I think th- I think this is the new time where you get that young blood and young energy in there, and with a top, the top is just knowledgeable, knowledgeable of the content and what what needs to be happening in the classroom is the people who they're over. Because I think at this point in education is the top has no clue what the people at the bottom are going through. Hmm. So I'm cool with the washing. You know what I mean? I'm cool with you washing and and, and and mucking it up, getting it dirty a little bit. And if you come out clean, all right, cool. You can stay. But if you come out still dirty, no, nah, man, you got to find something else to do. You know what I mean? I, I think that that's what makes education strong. I think a lot of times the, the, the top is so is so out of the out of touch and out of, you know, they, they, they're they so far removed from reality what's going on now because we all know Al, you know, there's been anybody, you know, education changed every one or two years, three years. Education totally different. The same thing you were teaching in, what's it, 2021? In, in, in 18, 19, you're not doing that no more. So I think when you start flipping it and, and mixing mixing around like that, you start getting new new energy, man. And and that's a good thing. That's that keep education fresh, young, and new. I think education gets so old. You gotcha. know, by the people at the top. I think that you're putting a lot yeah. of... I think you're making a lot of good points. It's, it's, you're making a lot of good points. I just think that you're putting a lot of faith in the pe- the powers that be to actually go ahead on oh, yeah. and Way make, too much. And Way too much make substantive change. Because, yes, Way too I think much they're just really trying to patch a hole that we need people in the yes. classroom and I'm going to do that. But I don't think it's the back end of that is now we're going to reassess and, and, and promote people and shit like that. I don't think that that's what the play is. It should be. I just we don't think don't it know, is. We don't know, though. I mean, we don't know. Well, we will see. That, 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 that's, a, that, that's a big move, though, Al. We ain't seen nobody do that before. That's a big move. We ain't seen COVID before, so shit, anything is, True. Anything is possible. Yeah. 
Anyway, man, listen, man. Education, this is for you. We're gonna get out of here with this with this final, final, final uh segment of our Big Three, the Big Three. Big Three. All right, big three this week is what are your big three first day of school fits, man, that you can remember? But your big three first day of school fits the fire that is. I don't remember a bunch. I remember my first day of school, ninth grade, 10th grade. That's when I went to senior high. Um, I remember mm. I had on a white tee with a uh, mm. with a with a white beater on under it, um, Philly special style, with some um black umbro shorts, with um uh, with some purple with a purple umbro on them, and some um, Air Max that kind of matched mm-hmm. them all. Some purplish Air Maxes. Um, they might have been some nine fives. Or oh, they might have been some Air Max ones. I don't really remember. And I walked mm-hmm. and I walked to school that day because I was like, I'm walking to school because senior high right down the street from my house. And I was sweating when I got there. But it was a fu- <laughs> but it was a fire. <laughs> it was a fire first day of school outfit. Uh, Rob, what you got? Yeah, I so I only got a chance. I only got the opportunity to wear what I wanted to wear to school one year. <laughs> um, oh, y'all had uniforms. Well, yeah, so I, I went to, uh, I, I was in Episcopal school system throughout elementary. And then in middle school, I went to Bell Place. In seventh in seventh grade, I got to wear what I wanted. And then uh, it was school uniforms in public school for the, for the next, mm-hmm. you know, uh, until I finished high school. So um, <clears throat> whenever I was in school, uh, I feel like the number one thing to have was... Um, so just 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 to give my first one, it's a it's a fire fresh iron pressed uh school uniform. I'm gonna go ahead and knock that one out. Huh. Uh but mm-hmm. just for me to have something exciting, because I'm gonna have two more, is uh is a Fubu jersey mm. and some um and some Jinko like pants, but not Jinko. Cause I really like uh, that. I like that look. I wanted the big I wanted the big baggy pants. Yeah. Uh so I don't remember the brand, but I know JC Penny had a very similar brand that could get I could get away with it. Um and then, you know, whatever shoes it was to match my to match my I don't really even remember what type of shoes I wore in middle school, but I know they matched my Fubu jersey. Hmm. Uh I think I was fourth grade. And uh, that was back when Jordans used to still be, you know, you didn't have to wait in line or anything yet. Attainable. So, uh, my, yeah, my dad used to always get me the, the year before. So, uh, I think it was, uh, I think I had the sixes or sevens. My, th- I'm going to say it was the sixes. I remember having on, no, <laughs> I got, no. So, I, um, I it was, uh, Jabol's head was, was like just hitting the presses. So, my parents had just got divorced. So my daddy had bought me the J's. I want to say it was the sixes. Um, but uh, they had me the J's. So mama went fub- uh went not fubu, but she went Jabot crazy. So I had Jabot jeans, the red Jabot jeans with the matching uh uh white and red uh Jabot short sleeve with the hood on the shirt. 
that was one of my most fire. A Jabot, a Jabot unit, if you will. Yeah, I had I had a clean, G-unit. I had a fresh unit. <laughs> <laughs> had a fresh Jabot unit. Okay, that works for me. Like, I, and Rod, you making me think. I didn't. I had uniforms all the way up to seventh grade, my damn self. So that's probably why I don't remember too many, too many fits like that. So the next fit I actually wrote down was my first day freshman year of college. I remember what I had on. I had some mm. um, navy blue and white um, flight, some some flights. I don't know if y'all was on them, um, mm-hmm. them, them 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 sneakers, but it was mostly white with the navy blue on them. This flight, and I had some jean shorts. If I remember correctly, the jean shorts might have been. It wasn't Rockaway because Rockaway wasn't it yet. It was one of those urban wares when it was just a fat form or something like that, whatever. And I had a big yellow and blue FUBU shirt. And I mm. remember I remember just coming out on campus with that yellow and blue. It was yellow and navy blue FUBU shirt with the navy jean shorts with the navy blue and white flight. And I remember that's how I was coming first day freshman year. And I was out, oh. I was out there on the yard with my fro. Oh, he's one of them. I um actually wore uniforms in college, so um I remember my this wow. is my first uh, day on the job. No, that's not true. So um I did. So let me tell you this: I had throughout throughout high school, um you know I had friends that would tell me, "Man, you dress too preppy." I worked at Hollister my senior year in high school, and um and so there was one particular first day of school in college where. Um, I said, you know what? I'm not gonna dress preppy. I got this. I got this fit that's been in my closet that I never really wore, and I know my friends gonna like it. So, uh, it was a, it was a, a like a, a two piece, velour suit. It was like a, it was Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> it was black, and I had some black Air Force Ones, which you never trust a man in black Air Force Ones. Giannis. Um, <laughs> uh, yep. But I had a Los Angeles Lakers short sleeve set velour suit uh and i was and and i got i got dapped up so hard the boys was just like oh i feel like somebody kissed me on my forehead that day well yeah (laughs) what year uh it had to be like 2005 2005 oh okay bet i got um I think it was my freshman year of high school. Uh, I had the uh, black and white. I think it was a black and white. Um, MS 95s. And I had, um, I had the black jeans. I don't know what, what jeans they was. But I remember having that fucking white Tommy Hill fig on. Tommy. With that, with that fresh cut. That Tommy Hill fig. First year. <laughs> That freight that 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 first year of high school at a nigga school. That was my first year going to a, a all nigga school, and that was and boys looking at me crazy, like and because boys coming there with slippers on and silk sleeping shirts, like <laughs> like no regular black people. I was damn them. No regular black people. I went to a nigga school. Nah, it was Booker T. It was Booker T. Washington. What kind of people go to Booker T. Washington? Like we was two, three blocks from the projects. Like, yeah, it was. 
Yeah, I remember that. You was sticking out like a so thumb with all your nice clothes. Ooh, was like, hold on. It was only like four or five was out there who parents went boosting, but everybody else was hood and then coming there slippers. That's when um Dickies and Dickies and uh house shoes was in in the style. Then that boy went went be the quarterback. Yeah, bro. They should have. They should have. They should have uh, got you in the locker room for all your shit. Nah, let me fuck with you. Okay, so I gave y'all a no, nineteen ninety six outfit. I gave y'all a two thousand outfit. My final outfit, two thousand and seven. My first day of teaching school outfit. Um, I got. This I remember I what I had on. I had on a Adidas. Um, no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was an old navy blue, uh, white and blue stripe daddy, like pinstripe across horizontal pinstripe shirt, polo. Mm-hmm. And I had a white, like, um, long sleeve that went all the way down because I was covering up my tattoos. I didn't want no tattoos to be shown around them kids because my shirt was a little hot. Mm-hmm. So I had a white long sleeve on. I had some, um, some, some, um, Gray chinos and some Steve Madden's. And I was Ooh. braided up and I thought I was teacher 101 with my little lanyard yes. clipped to the bottom of my shit. Yes. I didn't want to have that thing. I didn't want to hey. wear the I'm not sorry, I didn't do the lanyard. I did the clip on the bottom of my shit around yeah. my belt. I had my phone clip on my belt yep. with my phone cutting. Right side. <laughs> Ready. Only on the right side. <laughs> First day teaching. Only on the right outfit, side. That, that was my I got that. First day in school. Yeah. Period. I know exactly what I had on first day teaching. Go ahead. <laughs> Raj. So, Los, you can go because my, my, my third or my first, whatever one you want to consider it, was my fresh, iced up, creased down school uniform. <laughs> and I've never been involved in the classroom ever since. Well, just if you're going to say that, Los, I mean, Raj. What school uniform was your most fires? Like color and combination uh, wise. So, um, man, I feel like I would have flexed it so much if I could go back in time. Huh, bro? Um, because I, I, like, I just feel like when we was in Catholic school, the the um, the girls got to wear like them plaid skirts. Yep. Man, imagine mm-hmm. if we would have got to wear them plaid pants. Killed the game. I never did that. I wasn't that next level, nor was my mom. But what I will say is that saying um, that was that saying that was when we was there had the loudest <laughs> colors of anything. That it, navy blue it, it, and with the with the Carolina blue. Oh god. Yes. Yes. But whenever I went to when I went to um when I went to uh Episcopal school, my mama started to embroider my name on my shirt. I thought that that was kind of cool. I like uh, that. My mom, my mom and dad always kind of cheaped out on me on uniforms, and in my senior year, they let me shine. So I got my school uniforms from Gap, and huh. uh, and they fit exactly how I wanted it to fit at the time. Small shirt, uh, uh, regular size pants. I don't know why I like that. Uh, so my senior year, um, the only thing, the only thing about school uniform that I will say is what I discovered. I discovered this in my senior year is that um, I didn't buy anything blue. Because I I'd never wanted to end up with blue on blue on by mistake, huh? Because your pants were blue. Mm. I take it. No, 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 no. If you if you wore blue pants and all you had in your locker was like a blue sweater, then you was gonna end up with blue on blue by mistake. Ah, uh, I got you. So I always I bought all khaki pants and all white shirts. Got you. I, and I, your mama was embroidering mm-hmm. your name on your shit. 
My mama was embroidering <laughs> patches on my pants when I put holes in them. And that make me go right back to school with them same Ele- pants. Ele- elementary school, that was yep, that mom. It was the iron on, though. Yep, yep, she wasn't yep, even... Yep. It, it, <laughs> It was the iron on. It wasn't even the patch. Every nah. time I put holes in the yep. knees, though. What? Go right back by them white fuck with that big ass patch. That little, the look. Yeah. Okay. And they are, it like was never the PE. same colors or shit. We used to do PE in fully clothed, right? I mean, I feel like that's what we used to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. never checked. It was well, recess. in elementary. It wasn't PE. PE. Yeah. Recess. recess. Yes. Recess. You're yeah. all right. Yeah. yeah. Come back. If, if, if you was a real athlete, you had holes in your pants. Your mama had the iron. Every day. Every khaki, day. the the khaki, cause I went, you know, I went to the, I went to uh magnet school and let me, so yeah, they had them khaki daddies. Yeah, I definitely had them little patches ironed in my my pants. And then Los, before you go, let me actually say this: you, you probably, you, I, I'm, I don't know this, but uh, y'all probably had grass. And saying that was, we had cement. Everything was cement. Big cement. Plant. Now we had oh elementary school. Elementary school, we didn't have no grass. Unless oh, we, no, unless we, we went to the big, we had, we had unless a big, we went to the big playground behind the church. Oh no no! We had a big stupid. Oh, I forgot about the big field. playground. <laughs> we had we had no real playground. It was just a bunch of grass, and you you run you run about a hundred yards, and then about fifty about, about fifty yards end of the there's a basketball court back there, uh, jungle gym, the, the 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 silver daddy, where you could die on, you get the blisters on your fingers. Like we had no slide and shit. No, Los, we had the, the we had the courtyard, which was like asphalt. With, with like oh. maybe some stuff, maybe some stuff um like chalk, chalk like hopscotch might have been on the ground. Then there was oh. then there was the little playground, which is what it was called. Mm-hmm. And the little playground, man, if I remember right, the ground was like shells, like seashells and like tar, and like, it was not, it was <laughs> oh, not, it was not, trash. it was brutal if you fell on the, in the little playground. But you know what? It was just in I know fence. exactly what you're talking about, though. All I know exactly. You the, should right? Like, go ahead. It was yeah. I know exactly what you're talking and about. And it was just a fenced-in area about forty by forty, and it, that's all it was, right up against the school. And oh, then yeah, sometimes we got to walk to the big playground, and the big playground had slides. It had a little field that you could play. Only when you're good. Yeah. yeah. We used to play football oh, man. with, dog, this is how hood it was. If somebody brought like a little, one of them little balls, those little, those little stringy balls, you know what I'm saying? There was like a little ball, oh, but it was all yeah. like little rubbery strings coming out of it. That mm-hmm. was the football. Yeah. If somebody went to yeah. a football it- game the, the weekend before and got caught one in the stands, the little bitty footballs. That was the football. Yeah, we that, never had a real football. Oh, any in time. But the I least just, oh, would oh. be we would used to put rocks in goddamn popsicle, um, things. The package and tie it and make that the football. <laughs> oh, we used to we, hey, we used to eat, uh, we it's like us. We used to get uh pickles at the basketball game and then get the foil paper and then make a little basketball and go hoop during halftime. But yeah. <laughs> I just, my, my fondest memory shit. of football is, I, I don't know who it was, but I know it wasn't me getting that big fat Shoney's ball and trying to throw it with them little bit of hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that Shoney's on deck. Which kid bit the Nerf ball, though? I just want to know who bit the Nerf ball. Somebody bit it. There's a hole in the Nerf ball. Somebody bit it. Hmm. It was oh. one of y'all niggas. That's all. I, I, no, I, I didn't bite the Nerf ball. I never knew who <laughs> did that. But then, <laughs> like... <laughs> I never do. I, I, no, I think it was Chunky. I think it was Chunky, me personally. It was Chunky or his brother, Joe. It was either Chunky or Joe. Badass. 
Go ahead, Los. What's uh, your last bit? My my first day of school, first first day teaching, um, first black person at the school I met now. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be funny. Y'all gonna laugh at me. I had some Spizikes on. Uh, <laughs> That's for a certain time. Asking. At a certain time, Spizikes. Yeah, it, it was two thousand seven, two thousand eight, somewhere around there. So I had some Spizikes on. I had the Jordan, the red Jordan shorts, and you know what kind of T-shirt I had on. I had a tall T. I had a tall white T on with the with the uh, white beater under that daddy. PE daddy. Super PE daddy. Clean as hell out there. Clean as hell. Probably went to the. Joy I went spent all my little money that I went spent all my little money on Jordan shorts, like all my little money. I couldn't even go out with the teachers that first week. I mean, yeah, I couldn't go out. Like I spent all, I I couldn't even go out with the teachers that first week. I spent all my money on my shorts, just to have two weeks worth of shit. (laughs) Spins like man, they had to ask me. Hey man, listen. As always, per usual, man, we appreciate y'all coming hang out with Uh, us this week, man. uh, Getting y'all boys through um, through this month of August, giving the people what they want. Um, long story short you know what I'm saying we will be backing your neck real soon with some with some events football season about to be here so we're gonna be back in these streets like on somebody's street might not be out there in them streets heavy because of that vid but we'll be we'll be doing at least what we was doing last football season so um, be on the lookout hey if you vaccinated you're welcome if you're not (laughs) stay your ass at home straight up man you're not welcome if you're not vaccinated. But until next time, man, y'all have a great weekend. Make it a best friend weekend. Bow, 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 Hey, if your kid was in the same grade last year, stop, don't take that picture. Use the one from last year.